Welcome to the Knights Podcast. My name is Leah Thompson. As a graduate of Cary Christian School, it's my honor to get to introduce you to the many phenomenal teachers on our campus. On this week's episode, I have the privilege of introducing you to Logic School Biblical History teacher, John Payne. In the fourth quarter, Mr. Payne, Mr. Zabinden, and Mr. Adams worked together on a capstone project for the eighth graders. So I'm really excited for him to get to share with you a little bit about what that looks like. Please join me in welcoming him. John, thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. I'm really excited to get to dive into some really important topics and things that you cover in eighth grade. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, So John, specifically, we're here to talk about the resurrection debate that the eighth graders just finished up. Um, And so I'm excited to get to hear from you a little bit about what this project is and why our students are engaging in this project and kind of what the context is around that. So I'd love to hear a little bit about this debate that they engage in. Yeah, we just just finished the resurrection debate about a week ago, but uh, I cannot take credit for this assignment because my dad, uh, he did it uh, when I was in middle school. So it's fun to see uh, the student's perspective or remember the, being in their shoes, uh, being scared to death uh, up on the stage, <laughs> debating, having to think on your feet. Uh, but yeah, we used to do it when I grew up in youth group uh, around Easter time. And so that was kind of the idea I brought to this in more of a school setting. And since we we're a classical school, wanting to teach students uh, not only what to think, but how, how to think and, and, and to know why we believe the things that we believe. Because we grow up in a Christian home. We want this faith to be the student's own and to go out to the world and be able to speak boldly in defense. I mean, Peter says to give a defense mm-hmm. for the hope that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people ask why this topic. There's a lot of debate topics we could choose, you know, whether a debate topic within the church or engaging the culture. But uh, we picked this topic of the resurrection because, uh, as Paul says, in First Corinthians 15, it is uh, it is what our our faith, our hope. That's mm-hmm. what the very gospel hinges on. Yeah. There is no good news if our Savior is still dead in a tomb. That means Satan won, death won. Our sins are not forgiven. Uh, sometimes, you know, I think uh, we we make so much of an emphasis of the cross, which is true. It is the pinnacle moment where the hero shines, uh, but we forget the resurrection, mm. uh, and and that is what allows the cross to be what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus pays for our sin by burying it in the tomb and then conquering death. So all that to say is that's why we picked the resurrection uh, topic. Yeah. Um, so I guess, yeah, a little bit more about the debate itself. We um, Each of the days of the debate, uh, we split the students up into one team defending the resurrection and then one team attacking it from a different worldview. Hmm. And so Mr. Adams actually, um, he kind of has helped me hone those worldviews. We've thought about, okay, what will the students encounter uh, in the universities and schools hmm. that they'll get to mm-hmm. after year? And so we've kind of narrowed it down to three main worldviews. Uh, so the first day, uh, the attack is coming from a secular humanist idea, so like a, a rational rationalism, uh, where you know, thinking of well, science, it's just what we see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know from science and laws of nature that miracles just don't happen. People decay when they die; they don't come back from the dead. So that's ridiculous. Uh, and so, kind of that, you know, they'll they'll, they'll meet that definitely in the, the secular university. And then uh, the second day is an Islamic worldview. I mean, there's over, yeah, I think about two billion people in this world are um, professing Muslims. Yeah. And so. You know, I know maybe not in you know in America as much, but you know they will encounter uh, mm-hmm. hopefully many of them as they you know go overseas or as the, uh, as they meet a Muslim. Just that idea that Jesus uh, was a good person. 
he was a prophet, but he wasn't God and definitely didn't rise from the dead. Uh, so that's the that's the Muslim belief. And so we just want them to be prepared. And how do you respond to that? And, mm-hmm. you know, there are similarities between Christianity and Islam, but there's also vast differences. Yeah. And the resurrection is the hinge of that. Mm-hmm. And then the last day is uh, we've termed it Gnosticism because of what I talk with, with the students about as like an early heresy. But it's more the idea of spiritualism or you could call it like a new age idea. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a character we use named Richard Rohr, uh, who is famous for the cosmic Christ. Mm, yeah. So that Jesus didn't actually physically rise. There's a spiritual resurrection, but Jesus was part of Christ. We all we all have part of Christ in us. Um, this is is very Star Wars mm-hmm. language. You know, we're all part of this force called Christ. And mm-hmm. if you love, you tap into that, and you have your own experience of the resurrection personally. Mm-hmm. And so the, the that was a fun one for the students because the attacking team just said, "Yeah, we agree with everything you're saying." Because right. we all love each other, you know? <laughs> and the defending thing is going, wait a minute, we don't agree with anything you're saying. I mean, this can't be right. Now, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And the other team's saying, no, 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 you know, that's just your way to salvation and your way to yeah. God, whatever God is. And everyone's right, and everyone has their own truth. And so, this idea of yeah, postmodern idea mm-hmm. of truth is defined by myself, my truth is my truth, your truth is yours. So, anyway, all that to say is those are the different worldviews, and that's kind of why we want this to be, you know, what the students know and believe yeah. um, at the heart of everything we teach you. Yeah, and it's a great it's a great capstone because it pulls together the Bible, it pulls together the logic that they've been spending all year learning, and it pulls together composition, and they have to come up with an argument, and some of them are writing on the spot. Like, yeah. And so that was really, I got to watch one of the debates, and it was really fascinating watching the kids just go, like just really quickly writing on the paper, and yeah, so that's really neat that you get to pull all of those together and really make this the eighth grade capstone yeah. course. Yeah, especially, it's becoming more that way. Yeah, especially when um, our hope kind of in the middle school is that our students would gain an idea of this, their identity and their purpose and their mission is kind of, those are the three words that we're trying to kind of help define for our students. And this is this is where their identity lies is in Christ in his resurrection and so how do we help them engage with that so what is that like when they're engaging in this topic and you you have half of half of the eighth graders have to defend something that our hope is that they don't believe, right? Like, right. Um, so what does what does it look like for someone to have to defend the postmodern or the Islamic or the um, yeah? Uh, what was the secular humanist, the secular humanist yeah. views? What does that look like? Yeah, we we want these discussions. I know, you know, the critique sometimes is we raise people in a bubble. Mm. Now, I think that phrase is often misleading. I think there's sometimes nothing wrong with. Um, like God shields his people (laughs) from evil. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that 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 phrase can be misused. Mm -hmm. Uh, But at the same time, we don't want to, uh, we don't want the students to be shocked Mm -hmm. when they encounter a view that is different than theirs. Right. And so it's fun to see uh, the students. I mean, they're, they're saying, I don't think, I can't do this. I'm having to twist the Bible. I said, well, you're getting it then. Uh, you understand what the other view is doing. And so uh, all students, no matter which side they're on, we give them research articles for both sides. Mm-hmm. So even the defending team is becoming acquainted with the opposing team. And then, you know, the opposing team is being acquainted with the defense of the resurrection. So that way, you know, we're, we're, our goal is to educate everyone right. how to defend, right. but also what is out there. Mm-hmm. And, and that part of that is just in the debate. 
debate as far as knowing your opponent in rebuttal. Uh, but more than that, we want them to know, okay, uh, this is what the truth is. And, and it's funny. It, the beautiful thing about being a Christian is that the Bible stands on its own, mm-hmm. and and so we do offer a safe environment. Uh, they are, you know, a lot of them are, you know, young believers or have mm-hmm. their, you know, they're questioning things. That, you know, my parents have taught me this my whole life. What does this mean for me? Yeah. So we're not going to just throw them into some snake, right. you know, snakes writing that is out there who just twists everything and, and such a deceiver. But we do want them to know that the snakes exist. And mm-hmm. so all that to say is that there's students that have come to me and it's like. I feel so wrong, like taking this passage out of context, or I feel so mm-hmm. wrong arguing for this point of view, or it's so hard for me to say this because it sounds ridiculous. And it's like, well, um, that's true, but we also want to be, we want to, we want to be, we want to do our due diligence. I guess is what I'm trying to say. We, yeah. we are not. Uh, faith is not blind. Faith does not leave your brain at the door, like right. some people will try to claim. They actually, as a Christian, we believe that God created our minds, mm-hmm. and that our minds and our hearts are completely connected. I mean, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So it's all together. So all that to say is, yeah, it's fun to watch them play both sides. And we have to really work with both sides so that, especially the side attacking, just so they understand the worldview. Yeah. Does that, do you see it really strengthening just their understanding and their grasp of the resurrection? And does it help them? Yeah. Well, for a couple of things I've heard from the students, one is they say, I've never, I've never really slowed down and thought about the resurrection mm-hmm. this much. And just the details. I mean, they're really digging into the details of the text because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, other sides will twist different words or this is what it could mean or right. take things out of context. They really have to know their Bible well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it also, uh, they just, they realize, wow, this is the most important event. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a reason everyone tries to attack it mm-hmm. or, or twist it. And it's like, why does Satan keep coming back to this event? Mm-hmm. And, and all these worldviews, this is kind of the key crucial moment yeah. where if, if you get the resurrection, I mean, the resurrection is what sets Christianity apart from everything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, yes, you know, other religions might use the word love. They might use the word God. They might have holy, holy book. But as far as the hero rising from the dead, I mean, mm-hmm. Buddha is still dead. Muhammad is still dead. Joseph Smith is still dead. I mean, I could keep going, right? Right, they're they're right. dead, and and we can go to a a, a real historical stone tomb mm-hmm. that we know from even archaeological evidence is is his tomb, mm-hmm. and find it empty. And that's the students are thinking, wow, that that really does matter. Everything in what we claim in church and we claim at the school hinges on that. Yeah. So that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I'm so thankful that they get to dive into this topic and get to engage with it in a safe place where they can um, ask good questions and have you just got guiding them through the process and um, it does it helps them when you're thinking about it from the other perspective and having to think through their arguments it almost helps solidify your own when you see um, I do understand what they're saying and I think that ours makes more sense. It is actually more reasonable. Um, So thank you for taking up that mantle with Mr. Adams and Mr. Zabinden and really walking through this with them. I know it's a a big undertaking. Yeah, Um, shared credit. I'm not the only one here, but it's become fun to do that with my brothers in arms. So yeah, absolutely. And thanks for sitting down with me. This is great. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is great. Absolutely. 
Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with John. Our prayer truly is that our students in the middle school would be able to see how their identity can be rooted in Christ and how their purpose and their mission can flow from that. And so I'm so thankful for John and for Jack and CJ and their desire to instill that in them through this great project that they get to work on in the fourth quarter. Um, And as you know, our prayer on our campus is that through every conversation, whether it be with a teacher or a friend or on a stage for a debate, that every conversation would be equipping our students to flourish in the modern world by finding their identity in Christ. I hope you'll join us again next week.